You are listening to the Techie Leadership Show with Bogdan and Andrei. Hello and welcome to the Techie Leadership Show. Today with me I have Aaron Patton and he is on a mission to help you build your online presence plus unlock digital freedom. After years working as a software sales rep for various SaaS companies, he decided to leave the 9 to 5 world in 2017 and pursue opportunities on his own. He is currently the host of the top-rated and ranked podcast New Age Influencers, where he helps educate individuals about how it's possible to improve their lifestyle simply by having the courage to get online and display their unique personality, skill sets, and interests. Hello, Aaron. How are you? Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for having me, and hello, everybody. Yeah, it is a pleasure, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your stories. Fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to add anything else about yourself? Uh, nope. That was a, that's a good intro. I'm just someone who is trying to, to learn the way of the world uh, in, in an online business and uh, you know achieve that laptop lifestyle that so many people try to pursue, but very few get. So I'm trying to help more people get there uh, as well. Yeah, and I'm really curious about your leadership stories because they also help you on that track and help you help more people. Exactly. So it's going to be good. Uh, so with that, what is the biggest leadership uh, success story you've witnessed personally? Um, so most of my experiences with leadership, I'm going to draw from my past uh, career in software sales. So before I nice. hop into this online game, and podcasting and whatnot. I was, you know, working a regular nine to five job uh, in yes. different in various software companies, uh, different products, different industries, uh, but they had a lot of similarities. And through those experiences, I did witness a lot of failures and successes when it comes to leadership. And yeah. when I say leadership for me specifically in that software sales realm, I'm talking about my immediate managers and my peers. So I'd say the biggest success story that I saw that I can draw from and think back on is when one of my peers, who was a good friend um, back when I was living on the East Coast near Washington, D.C., he you know, was a smart guy. He worked very hard, and he rose up the ranks very quickly as far as you know, you know, he was originally my peer, uh -huh. and then he became an assistant manager, then a manager, then a director, and just kept moving up steadily. Uh, whereas he stayed at that company, I left that company actually. So I, I didn't get to truly uh, witness the, the intimate version of his rise, but I knew that uh, he did rise quickly. And probably the biggest reason for that is because he started where everyone else starts and he had that experience. So he understood mentally what people needed to focus on, where people needed to spend their time. Uh, in, in relationship to the product and the company and just, you know, having the, the most revenue. So he was able to bring that, that peer mindset into a leadership role. And I think, I think that's the biggest key component is understanding mentally who you're actually helping and directing and not just being someone to boss people around and trying to be, you know, the know-it-all or the big head honcho. Be, being someone that's in the trenches with your team I think is one of the most important things. And that's what he did so well. And that's why he rose so quickly. So the fact that he basically, he rose through the ranks, he didn't got placed inside. And he, 
That's something that's a good point because sometimes uh, people get promoted and they forget from where they come. Exactly, know, they like get a they, big ego. <laughs> yeah, they get like lobotomized or they get their memory wiped. It's like they forget how it used to be and then they have like a new new expectations which are like people are like, how how is this possible? Yesterday you had the same problems with us and now you're, you were one step above us and but you forgot about all the problems and instead of tackling them and solving them, you're just pretending that they're not there. <laughs> exactly. And and uh, one point I think is also important to make just because of, you know, my podcast, New Age Fluencer, New Age Influencers, and what I talk about all the time is that it's very similar similar to uh, people making it online. Like once you build a brand online and you start getting that, you know, that trajectory growth and, you know, more people paying attention to you and a bigger audience, you know, a lot of times people let it go to their head. They get a big ego and they stop doing the things that got them there originally, such as being helpful and sharing and caring and having conversations with people. Um, and if you get too much of an ego and you stop doing the things that got you there, you know, you're going to plateau and you're not going to continue to grow. So I think it's very important to keep that in mind in the online world and the online, especially the social media space. Yes. And having a big ego doesn't really help in any space. And it hurts like, even in leadership, if you forget, well, as you said, like what brought you there and made you successful. And look, it's good. It's good to be proud of your achievements. But if your achievements uh, put in peril, your proudness puts in peril, the, your what you have achieved is not, it's not the smart way to go about it. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> what from because you know the the person that rose through the ranks so fast like what would be the things that you noticed about him that helped him do that be like constantly moving up and being promoted and achieving the next level yeah i think it's really two big key things uh one is something that's talked about a lot on social media um is the empathy factor it's just understanding what people are going through themselves, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what motivates them, um, you know, as it relates to whatever your situation is. So in this case, it was a software company. In this case, it was selling public relations software. So um, he understood, you know, really what they were going through because he was there, like I said before. Uh, But I think number two also is the biggest one is that he understood how to figure out how to motivate people. And really what motivates them because not everyone is motivated by the same things. So I think a key leader finds out, you know, you know, finds out about the individuals that are working for him or her and learns what's important to them and kind of caters the situation to that. You know, some people care way more about money than others. Some people care way more about uh, spending time with their family than others. Some people care way more about having the, the most vacation time and going on travel experiences, you know, than others. So it's just kind of depending on what motivates the person and just kind of aligning that knowledge with the goals to, to make the company grow, but also to keep them the happiest uh, as possible. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, did your friend have like an opportunity to work with you like one-on-one and align you and work with your motivations? Cause I'm curious so how, he- how did that feel? 
so he was actually, so he was a peer of mine. We were both, you know, this was like kind of right out of college. So this was a, I was, oh, okay. you know, entry level sales rep. So he was an entry level sales rep. I was an entry level sales rep. We were on different teams. Um, so, you know, we were in the same office. It was a pretty big office in uh, Northern Virginia, but it was, you know, we were on separate teams. So I didn't interact with him too much when it come, when it oh, came okay. to, you know, online presentations and demos and discussing things in team meetings because we were on different teams. But we definitely had a friendship and we talked about the, the office and certain strategies, um, you know, outside of, you know, the immediate workplace. So it was good to, you know, mind share with him and learn from him and also offer some suggestions of what, you know, I saw working on our team or for me specifically, giving it back to him. So more of a collaborative approach rather than just trying to, you know, beat my yes. friend in the sales <laughs> numbers, you know, you know, that's always fun to do to jab your friends, but uh, it's also important to collaborate. So that, that was key. Exactly. Oh, some friendly banter, it's normal, but not to be to the point like we get to the ugly parts. It's just, you're always collaboration always is, is better than <laughs> trying to sabotage people and not helping them. It always comes Most definitely. Back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when it comes like to the biggest leadership failure, you had the unfortunate experience of witnessing. What story would you like to share? Yeah, it's it's something in a similar vertical as what I previously mentioned. It was just it was at a different company. Um, it was a smaller company, and it was a smaller team. But the manager just wasn't in tune with his team, so he just didn't really understand okay. where we were coming from. He didn't really understand how to teach. He came in from a different company that was in a completely different industry, so he had to learn the product and go through everything himself first before uh, he was even able to like hop on a call or be knowledgeable and help his team members with a product. So uh, starting out with that, you know, him as the leader figure, but then having to learn from us as the reps, you know, automatically put his credibility kind of, um, you know, at risk. So I, I would say that because of that specifically, he wasn't patient with people. He didn't take the time to really learn the product through and through. And he just, he ended up being someone that was like a, a boss, you type around type of person. Um, and it just didn't work out. Our sales numbers were tanking. They dropped and uh, he eventually actually got fired because the director above him, you know, brought the whole team together and, and had a candid conversation with everyone. And everyone was, you know, everyone was smart and they were good at their job, but we all just came to the consensus that this guy just wasn't taking it, you know, taking the right approach. So unfortunately he was phased out kind of, uh, the, the leader was phased out by the army, which was unfortunate for him, but it was necessary for the, the company growth and, the, and just the team numbers. Would you say that he wanted to force success in a way without laying the, doing the work to lay a good solid foundation? Yes, yes. A lot of people do that. A lot of, you know, in, in the office setting, in business, but also on social media, a lot of people just want to get right to the place where they can start being the head honcho, knowing everything and uh, bossing people around or telling people what they think and hoping everything, <laughs> just having and wanting everyone to listen to them, you know, without actually putting <clears throat> in the, the work, the foundation, building up the experience that's necessary to gain that respect and credibility. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Always you cannot enjoy like a cake if you don't bake it or you some some way somehow you get some money to buy one. 
exactly. Yes. Just not good. Uh, and when it comes to leadership, what would be your leadership philosophy? Uh, pretty much what we've been touching on, just lead through experience and by doing. Lead as a doer, not just as a, as a teacher. So, um, you know, get on the calls with your reps if that's the situation. You know, actually show that you know what you're talking about. Show that you've been in their shoes before and show what allowed you to rise up and get success and, you know, tell them, you know, how, how you were able to do that and just share your knowledge. You know, don't try to hide secrets or hide certain things you did to get you to the point to keep other people from rising as well. Just make sure to share everything you know and, and lead by doing. So don't not being afraid to actually uh, get, get down and dirty with people on phone calls or whether it's through, you know, direct messages or, or whether it's through, you know, maybe if you're even giving a speech at an event and someone from the audience comes and, and wants to ask you questions or shake your hand or whatever, you know, be someone that's willing to have those conversations yeah. with those people and not someone that's just going to go back to their, you know, limousine and leave the event, you know, take the extra time to talk to people who, you know, gave you their time in the first place and, and, and honor and respect your opinion. So, the least you can do is give it back to them. Yeah, just be human, basically. And I'm really curious, uh, because you know a lot about social media, what would be, how do you think about social leadership and how do you become like a leader? Um, because everybody, or it's not everybody, but most, there are a good chunk of people that want to achieve a sort of leadership. And it's a, uh, in my opinion, it's a good way to try out stuff and learn how to be a better leader on social media. Yeah. Uh, honestly, what it comes down to when it comes to getting respect and credibility on social media is just showing people that you actually have done the work and have the experience. You know, there's plenty of people that can claim that they've done the work and have the experience and post fake pictures and try to buy likes and buy followers and, and buy influence. But those people get found out pretty quickly. And if you, if you don't do that and go about it the right way and you, you have a consistent message or some area of expertise that you want to get better in, I mean, you don't even have to be an expert in it right now. You can just create expertise by producing content, by producing podcast episodes or videos or images and writing captions appropriately. Um, so you can create that expertise, but you have to go through that journey and you have to get that experience for people to respect you. So, you know, a year and a half ago when I started my podcast, I, I would not have been able to legitimately give people advice about how to launch or grow a successful podcast because I was just starting out myself. So if I was trying mm -hmm. to sell those services or something or consulting, you know, no one would really take me seriously. You know, maybe I'd be able to, you know, swing a couple of clients here and there just based off my work ethic, but like no one's seriously going to give me credibility but now I've been in doing it a year and a half, which is still not very long in the grand scheme of things, but a year and a half, you know, I've built up a little bit of a presence, a little bit of credibility in the podcasting space. So people are much more likely to honor and respect my opinion when it comes to podcasting. And therefore I, I could sell some services or products if I wanted to, but you have to put in the work first. You have to show people that you've been doing it, that you know what you're talking about and you're not just trying to uh, fake people out of their money because that's, that doesn't work anymore. Uh, back when social media was kind of just getting going and just growing that that would work 
more for people because people were kind of unaware and, yes. and a little bit gullible. But now people are very in tune. They are smart consumers. They can see fake from a mile away. So if you're being fake and you're trying to fake people out, you're just not going to win in the long term. So to create a long-term sustainable brand or online business or just regular business, you got to be real. You got to treat your customers right. And you got to show them that you have experience in order to, to get the opportunity to treat them right. And you mentioned like showing experience is, <clears throat> is it just by uh, like in an office setting, how, how would you go about showing experience? Just by, uh, just by show, well, specifically in an office setting, you can tell stories. So, I mean, just an immediate office setting with like yes. the team members, uh, you would tell stories about when you were a rep, this is what you did, or this is what you saw, or this is how awesome, you approach yes. the situation. So storytelling is very key. And, you know, whether it's telling your stories to a specific team in a corporate setting or telling your stories to everyone on social media about your experience, you know, this is what I felt when I started my podcast. This was my this was my initial worry. This was a hurdle that I had to, to jump over. Uh, this was, you know, just being real and documenting it and showing people and telling the story. But I think storytelling is key for everything, no matter what, no matter what you're trying to do, whether you're trying to sell something or do a good podcast episode or whatever. Storytelling is really key because it's the, it's kind of the one thing that, that binds us all as human beings and, and it's relatable to everyone. So it's something that, yeah. um, is, is, is good to show, but unfortunately a lot of people are, are really afraid to show or storytell, you know, their own stories because they think that, you know, they're not worthy of sharing or they don't have a more, an interesting story enough or, you know, they're not pretty enough or they're not cool enough or not smart enough or something. So a lot of those insecurities hold people back from sharing those stories, but I think it's those that push through uh, and keep doing it are the ones that are going to rise to the top. Yeah, and uh, being authentic, and in my opinion, like even being able to share like not only success stories, but also, hey, I messed up in this situation mm -hmm. because it shows that you're human and you're not trying like to say like, I'm a god and I am the best and you should try to be like me. And it brings you closer and you gain more respect from people by sharing more of your life and your lessons you get people to also start sharing with you and then you get like your friend to find out what motivates them and how to align that so it makes it it makes it easier to work in a in a professional setting exactly you got it that's great and uh, aaron for aspiring leaders what would be your top three leadership tips you would have for them uh, yeah, so just to reiterate and summarize what we went over, we kind of hit on those points throughout the, the last couple questions. But uh, number one is leading by doing. So again, being in the trenches of people and showing them that you know what you're talking about. I think number two is having that empathy for understanding where they are, where they want to go. And then number three, again, is just understanding what motivates them. You know, what what, what will motivate someone to try harder to get more sales for you or make more phone calls or do more online demonstrations or what will motivate someone to actually listen to your podcast? You know, why would they listen to your podcast? Why would they follow you on social media? Are you providing valuable information to help them in a certain topic? 
you know, why, what's the reason that they would do that and what, and what's motivating them? You know, why do they want to follow you? It's not because they think you're so great. I guarantee you that it's because they want to learn something from you and have results in their own life based off what you are saying or you are helping with. So, you know, everyone, everyone cares about themselves. It's just an innate human quality. Um, so you, you've got to understand that and be in tune with that and, and make sure you understand how, what you're saying and you're putting out is affecting their mindset. And when you can actually shift their mindset and create a change in their life, whether it's small or big and get them results, then they will respect you forever and they will follow you and they will consume your stuff and they'll eventually buy your products or your services. But it's really hard to, to, to do that. So it's uh it's something that's important though to just try to you learn to do that by by action you learn to do that by putting out content putting out videos seeing what people are re- responding to replying with you know seeing what questions you get in your dms um you know if there are any and having the ability to you know make changes in your strategy so just as a leader i think it's important you know maybe the fourth one is just the ability to change the ability to pivot uh, and not just to be stuck in one methodology or one path or one way of doing things because adaptation is key and the world changes so rapidly, especially these last couple months, the world will you know never be the no, same yeah. most likely. So you got to be able to adapt your business, your mindset, your life, your situations to, uh, to the new normal. And if you can adapt as a leader or just as a follower or consumer, then that'll be key to it to you winning in life. So that would be my unofficial fourth one. Yeah. Adaptation. And I like how, yeah, I like how you, you said like help them have a mindset shift and see them, see the benefits. Like, Hey, if I follow this person, if I work with them, they're going to help me grow and get what I want. And if you can provide a little example of, okay, you were here, you worked with me, I helped you and you got like a result that they're going to work even more intense and pay more attention to you. And it's something that happens in all fields of life. Usually the persons you admire more and you want to work with and you respect them and you want to, if they say something, you're going to do it. Probably are the people that already helped you and you saw results from their advice and what they they shared with you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and when it comes um, to to learning and pushing yourself further, what is the book that had the most profound impact on you? Um, for me, you know, I, I I actually listen to way more podcasts than I read, but I do have probably about fifteen to twenty books that I think are really important for people to to sink their teeth into. But the top t- the top one or top two for me um, okay. is probably Think and Grow Rich and The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, a Fuck, which is by Mark Manson. So it's just both those books yes. allow you to understand how to think a little differently. And kind of that's what I'm all about is living differently, thinking differently, because most of the population thinks a certain way. And so if you can actually feed stuff into your mind, and in your brain that allows you to possibly shift some of those mindsets from the normal, then you can eventually get to a place where most of the population can't get to because most of the people are thinking like the 98% or 
But if you start shifting and thinking like the 2%, then you'll be able to achieve a 2% type of lifestyle. So that's, I think that's the key. Those two, those two are my favorites. Yep. Yeah. And I also like them and they do after reading them, you do get to have like a slight mindset shift Mm -hmm. while good while going through them. They're really good books. Um, Aaron, if people want to find out more about you, where should they go? Uh, they can go to my website is aaronbpatton.com. So A-A-R-O-N-B is in boy, P-A-T-T-O-N.com. And they can also go on Instagram, aaronbpatton on Instagram. And you can link to all my other accounts from there, the, the podcast account, uh, some of my other concept accounts. But uh, yeah, and then New Age Influencers is the podcast. So just tell Siri or Alexa to play New Age Influencers and uh, they'll bring it up. Awesome. And I'll put links in the show notes to all the resources you just shared. And I highly encourage people to go and check them out. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Aaron. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hope it was helpful for everyone. Yeah, sure was. Thank you. Bye bye. That was today's episode. Tune in daily. Rate, like, subscribe, and share, please. Oh, you can find further info and materials in the show notes on techyleadership.com, including links to the guest book recommendations.